Hey, Against the Call listeners, for all you super fans, we now have merch. They are soft and comfortable shirts. They're $25 and come with a free out-of-pocket sports and Against the Call sticker. Every purchase goes towards better equipment, merch, and better utilities for Against the Call and out-of-pocket sports. To purchase, contact either Michael or Nick. Hey guys, we are happy to announce we have our second sponsorship with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a mobile-focused ticket platform that enables users to buy and sell tickets for live sports, concerts, and theater events. Use code ATC for $20 off your first purchase. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 48 of Against the Call. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael. We need to say that more often, who we are, because we we rarely ever say that. But you guys know us by now, obviously. But um, today, as you can tell by the title, Victionary HD is joining us again. But before we get to him, let's just go over a few things we're going to be talking about uh, with Vic. Number one being the NFL post-draft and free agency thoughts with Vic. We're going to have our way too early playoff prediction, our way too early NFL coach of the year. And also, we're going to be talking about around the league, NBA playoffs and news in parentheses on my script. The Wimby draft sweepstakes happened. So after that, obviously, we'll go into our post game. But now let's hear from our interview with Vic. Let's get to Victionary HD. It's been a minute since he's been on, but he did owe us two and he's (laughs) coming back for the second one. He's ready to get it. And uh, yeah, Vic, how's your day going? As promised, like I said, I owe I owed the boys another one. Um, I forget what happened, but I had to keep the promise, come back for another one. And it's kind of good because, you know, it's post-draft talk, you know, kind of an NBA finals-ish time. It's not the finals, but it's the college finals. Um, I am very excited for a lot of players that aren't even on my team for the NFL. So we can talk about that going forward. And, uh, yeah, just happy, you know what I'm saying? Chop it up with the guys again, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But before we get into all this stuff, what was up with that clip? Like, we got to talk about this clip that was posted. Like, the guy, it looked like you were on offense, but you were on defense. because. So, was it the quarterback's fault or was oh. it the dude's fault? <laughs> like, I commented about it. You responded. But, like, it's wild. Like, I, I got to know. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know what clip you were talking about at first. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what clip got posted that – I don't know. I was – I was because. Uh, a lot of things get posted. I, I don't really like check it or I don't I don't really care about it. Like if it's a funny post about me, I post it. If it's cringe, I don't care. So when you said it, I was like, did somebody like make a post or a view about me that I didn't see? <laughs> um, but no, the, the football was so it was we were doing one on ones um, for a video, YouTube video. Uh, all the Madden guys came out here to Vegas. It was me uh, and Zerk in the one on one. And I guess Zerk was running a stop route. I don't know what it was. He, he was running like a run because we were, we were playing it to the point to where at first it was like five yards to the end zone. And I was like, that doesn't really give you any room to work with. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. if you're a DB, you know, he can only run five yards. So you can just sit on everything. And I was just, <laughs> you know, it's easy. So I was like, let's back it up to like 15, 20. So we actually have to run and, you know, do things. And so I was like, all right, bet. So it was super windy, though. It was super windy, by the way, too. So I, I will give the quarterback a little slack for that one. <laughs> but I don't know what's that. He was running like a stop route or something. And <laughs> I was just sitting back because I'm like, you're not going to head top me. You're not going to head top me. And I have you have to score a touchdown. So I'm like, I could press you, but there's no timer on the clock. So there, there's no point in pressing. There's yeah. no timer on the QB clock. So I'm like, if I press you 
and pushed you back, and you know, in the backfield, you're just gonna run out of bounds and come back. I was like, it wasn't like official one v ones; it was just for fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, he just ran a stop rock because I'm. I was just sitting. I was like, all right, you know, I just basically because yeah, you didn't even move. Inside. Yeah, so I was, <laughs> I was just forced me to go back inside, and I'm just like sidestepping, you know, backstepping, backpedaling, and I'm looking at the quarterback. Like I really think I'm good in zone. Like man is is good, but zone is so much easier, <laughs> especially in ones where like. And we're not like the best receivers, corners, you know, whatever. So we're just we're just yeah. playing. Um, but eventually I will be though. Just give me like six months of training and I'll be all right. But <laughs> uh so I, I I turn my body to where I'm like looking at the quarterback and Zerk. So I'm just like watching, 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 and I see I see Scoma throwing the ball, and I'm like, where are you throwing this to? And I'm just looking at Zerk and Zerk is still running, and I'm like, Yeah, this is a stop route. So I just literally stop. And I caught the ball. And I'm looking like the ball is right here. Like, you're, you're, I don't know. If it was just a miscommunication. I don't know. What it was. Yeah, no, that'd be but sad. I was just like, you're you're stopping at the goal line. Okay. <laughs> so it was it was just one of those moments where I just caught it, and naturally I just looked at him like you know I don't know. It was just a natural. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Made for a good clip. Yeah, but it was just like, come on. Like, it was it was yeah. one. It was one of those. I mean, everybody in the comment section was like, "Come on, bro! Like, what was yeah. what was that? Like, you know, you I don't, know, what, I don't like, know, bro. I don't know what route little bro was running, but you got to get." And Nick sent that to me. He was like, "Can you tell me what's going on?" I'm kind of confused. <laughs> the best part about it is none of us. Some of us played football like growing up. Yeah, um, I'm one of them, but none of us like actively play football right now. So that's why it was fun because everybody had the same yeah. kind of plan through when it came to technique. And then after that, it was just who's more athletic. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's that, that's was the fun part. Because I honestly, I didn't think Zerk was anywhere near athletic as he was. He surprised me a lot. Okay. He surprised me a lot. He's faster than he looks. He is a lot more athletic than he looks. He can't punt, kick, or throw the football, but everything else he's pretty decent, good at. So, give me a mic out there so we can smoke some of y'all. Listen, I, well. I kind of do a lot of spoilers on the show. So people who are watching, I'm doing some, I'm doing like a bigger event. I'm gonna try to get all the Madden guys out here whenever Madden releases, um, get a big house and then just send any invitations out there like that. And then hopefully we get a big backyard. Uh, so we can do like a seven on seven. So oh, <laughs> really fine. Um, like I said, it's a lot of spoilers and a lot of leaks on this one. So, you know, whoever, you know, Whoever tunes in, you're welcome. Don't take my idea. Whoever does it, don't take my idea. You heard it here first on May 7th, you know what I'm saying? May, don't take my idea. So it, it worked. You no, know, it was fun having all the guys out here, though. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Well, let, let's just jump right into the actual discussion now. The NFL draft kind of recap, and we just want to hear some of your thoughts. I mean, one of the first names that comes to mind, let's start with the first pick, Bryce Young. Like, that was definitely the biggest headline of them all. If C.J. Stroud was going to get picked, if it was going to be Bryce Young, ended up being Bryce Young. Do you think it's a good fit for him on the Panthers? Yeah. I mean, but where where else do you go, honestly? Like, you can go C.J. Stroud because he looks more of the QB-ish type. Yeah. Um, But Bryce Young is also the most calm, cool, collected guy that's been in the biggest moments at Alabama against the toughest competition. Whereas, you know, no shade to Ohio State, but – they play Michigan, Michigan State. Um, who else do they play? That's like a big because they're in the what what what, what conference are they in? I forget. Who? Bryce Young, Ohio uh, State. Yeah. Oh, Ohio State. They're in the Big Ten. So Big Ten has Penn how State. Many competitive teams. 
Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State. That's literally it. I'm not that's gonna... what I'm saying. <laughs> you look at the SEC, you have Georgia, Bama, uh, Florida, but the AR-15 was, yeah, you know, decent-ish. Um, you still got Texas A&M pretty solid. got LSU. Um, like, it's actual – like, Tennessee, definitely <laughs> forgot about hitting the hooker, too. And they definitely – didn't they beat Bama last year? Yes, sir. So, yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's way more comp in the SEC. So, I'm like, honestly, if the Panthers want to take the kind of more proven guy, like, I think, to put it like this, I think C.J. Stroud's ceiling is higher, but Bryce Young's floor is way higher. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, makes you know sense. what you get with Bryce Young. Whereas C.J. Stroud can be below average or he can be – next best thing you know Bryce Young is going to be good to great like it's already expected mm-hmm. CJ Stroud is like you know it's, it's like it's like yeah he's like he's like a like he's like a face car but not an ace like if that makes sense like he's yeah. not like the the hundred percent like I don't know that, that that's the only way I could put yeah. it like he's like that that face card but not like the, the, the ace ace of the draft which was Bryce Young so yeah and then how do you got AR-15 yeah who I think his floor is a little bit lower than CJ Styles, but the ceiling is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's Cam Newton-ish, yeah. if not higher. Because yeah. I think he can throw the ball a little bit better than Cam. Um, I don't think he can run as good as Cam, though. So it's like he's more of the quarterback, you know, ish, I guess the more quarterback-ish. But um yeah. do you see I him being compared to like Lamar? Unfortunately, yeah. Cause he runs a lot. That's yeah. that's it. If you run at all, you're getting compared to Lamar. Just like Lamar <laughs> was compared to Cam, and that's Lamar, right. and then Cam was compared to Vic, and then, like it's just if you run the ball and you're a quarterback and you're black, you're just gonna compare it to the black quarterbacks that ran. <laughs> Even though um, Ryan Tannehill was a scrambler, Marcus Mariota was a scrambler. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Josh Allen's kind of a scrambler. Josh Allen, Josh Allen is literally Cam Newton. <laughs> he doesn't get compared to Cam. I mean, he throws the ball a lot better, but as far as running, he just runs into people. But he doesn't get compared to any of the Cams and all this stuff unless you talk to logical people. But it, I understand the comparisons, but I don't always like them because you kind of set in your head what they're going to be. And then I'm not saying that's that's gonna affect his you know career, but he's gonna get comparisons like that. Yeah, nine times out of ten, almost every interview, every stat that he beats is okay. Well, Michael Vick did this in eight games. Ar did this in seven. They're like it's just you know, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, but it's the world we live in. So can't do nothing about it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean with uh, the Bryce Stroud. Or sorry, Bryce Young, Bryce Stroud. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that would be um, a crazy quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you about uh CJ Stroud and his uh IQ. Yeah, and what dumb. you thought about that. Bro, uh, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't I don't like it's it's you can use it, but to a certain extent, it's how you play. Like I get it, the IQ, this is, this is not, but it's a lot of dogs that are dumb, <laughs> you know, but a lot of people don't like, I honestly, I, I hate a test. So I, I'm not, if I had to take a test, like an IQ score test, I probably wouldn't do good, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I wasn't good in school. Like I had the 3.7, 3.8, 3.5. Like I had that the entire, my entire life, 
but I just never did good on tests. It was just yeah. the, the the fact of you have to get this right or you get – like it's I've never been a good test taker. So maybe he just wasn't a good test taker. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that. I was We talked about this on the podcast too whenever it was brought up, and I was like, well – you you can't compare that to anybody because at the same time CJ Stroud took Georgia to the mm-hmm. wire and they yeah. would won if they just would have kicked the field goal right that was all in the kicker yeah uh, CJ Stroud's still a tremendous quarterback and oh, yeah. like you mentioned before the ceiling ceilings and floors I think every single quarterback in this draft class has the highest ceiling and the lowest of low floors like for every single quarterback on on this entire draft class um, especially guys like Hendon Hooker. I think that he could be the next best Bro. thing, or he could be just another Josh Dobbs. Yeah, it's just I think only because he's older, that's why he didn't get taken earlier. Cause there, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's no reason I'm taking Will Levis over Hendon Hooker, who's proven it in the SEC and had one of the craziest years, even though it was one year. Like Will Levis is like this big. You know, he looked physical like crazy, right? <laughs> what is – I haven't seen one game, and I'm not like the film watcher and like go dissect every single – I'm just like a, you know, does he stick out? Does he like, you know, make plays? And then I'll go and watch, you know, more games and more stuff like that. But Hendon Hooker, when I was watching the last year, I'm like, bro, dude's nice. I mean, he had a great receiver core as well, but so does Bama, so does Ohio State, <laughs> so does a lot of the top schools. Yeah. So they try to use that against him. I'm like, CJ Strauss throwing to the number one overall pick possibly um, <laughs> next year. He also had JSN as well. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. And then CJ Strauss had um, – who do you have this year? I can't think of it. Yeah, like Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, I see, I'm sorry, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Oh, Bryce Young. Because I know he had Jameer Gibbs. He had Jameer. Uh, the year before, though, who did he have? He had Mechie, I think. I feel bad for Mechie, but he's going to be nice, too. <laughs> but, um, like, you, you have to have a solid receiver. That's why I kind of hate when people can, like, compare quarterbacks that have great receivers to some that don't. I'm like, you got to kind of even the playing field. But um, Hendon Hooker, I think, is going to be super solid for, like, five years, four years. I, I hope he gets the chance to play at a high level. Because I know he had like a knee injury. Um, it's just Will yeah. Levis, bro. He puts, <laughs> puts mayo in his coffee, bro. Like, <laughs> how do you how are you trying to stick out that much that you do that weird of of a thing? Like, you know, sometimes people just do it for attention. Like, uh, I don't know. You think it, if he didn't have banana with a peel on was like bro, for attention. Yes. <laughs> the like mayonnaise it just, it, and the coffee. Ugh. Like you're, dude, you're I don't know. It's just it's just <laughs> weird stuff. It's called engagement for me, honestly. That's what he's doing, bro. It's just not – it's not logical. Like, who eats a banana peel? <laughs> I don't know. Well, That's Levis, just not – Yeah, Will Levis is the only guy that he could dude, put out there. If, yeah, if but I the ever Will meet Levis you, and Hinn and Hooker thing, like, that has a lot of Titans fans just pissed at the yeah. fact that they picked him over Hinn and Hooker. And, I mean, I'm with them. I, like, you know, my family being from Tennessee and all that stuff, they're big Titans fans. And – I'm with them for sure. I mean, Hendon Hooker proven himself has proven himself over Will Levis literally just this last season. 44 to 6 was the score of the Tennessee Kentucky game. Mm-hmm. Listen, and then I feel like you kind of drafted similar quarterbacks uh, with Malik Willis as Will Levis because they both are very raw. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just drafted two raw quarterbacks. At least Hendon Hooker can throw the ball and, you know, 
make those tight throws, but he also could throw for 500 yards a game. Like, I don't see Malik Willis or Will Levis throwing for three, four, 500 yards a game. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll, I'll, I'll take that out. But I just <laughs> – I, I didn't see how they – and then you think about it. He went to Tennessee. You draft this guy that's already played in Tennessee. You could possibly get some volunteer fans to come over to the Titans fit. I'm sorry. <laughs> now he's it didn't in make Detroit. Sense, bro. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Detroit, they I in my opinion, I don't think they had a great draft drafting uh Jameer Gibbs pretty early, in my opinion. See, I think they did. It just didn't I it's just not where I would have put picked them. Yeah, I think they it got they got some some solid players at every single draft spot. It was just they also reached for them a little bit, you know. Yeah, like, they had like that's the only, that's the at the time too. Yeah, but I mean, if, I knew it was. I knew he was gone. Like, yeah. Once they signed David Montgomery, I'm like, yeah, he's gone. He's he's gone. And so now they got David and Jameer, and I'm like, that's a solid running back room. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Like dude. you you got one person that can run the ball 25 times. You got the other person that can catch it 15 times. Like. And I thought Jameer Gibbs was the best running back in the draft. I'm sorry. Like, I really? know B. John Robinson's in there. I know um, Zach Charbonnet's in there. Um, but I think Jameer is going to last the longest as well as have the better years. Because he, 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 like, he avoids contact, but he's not scared of it. Yeah. Like, B. John's a dog. Don't get me wrong. I want the Chargers to get him because he's that every down back, and I want him to help Eckler. So it's like a nice little punch. He can do everything. I just think Gibbs, I don't know, man. He just reminds me too much of Alvin Kamara. Like, just really, really good at staying up, but not getting hit and injured. Like, yeah. he just, I don't know. Yep. That's, my, that's my hot take of the season. That's my hot take <laughs> of their careers. I, I think Jameer Gibbs would be better than Bijan. Do you think Bijan was taken too early as well? Yeah. You never. A running back, it wasn't even, what was he, eight? Yeah. Yeah, eight. So I'm not taking a running back in the, the first round. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's what I, no, for, no. They could have got a receiver. I would rather them took a receiver yeah. to go with Drake London and Kyle Pitts, but, you they know, gotten any receiver. No, they could they could have, if they would have got JSN, come on now. Listen, you got Algier, um, Desmond Ritter, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, JSN. I'm not saying that they're going to do things, but that's three to four solid weapons. Like, and they're solid all young. weapons. Yeah. And none of those weapons away. will get used with Desmond Ritter. <laughs> that's the, but then at that point, you know that's not your quarterback. So at that point, he's gone. Yeah. No. So, now, who do you think would be a good quarterback for the Falcons? I don't even honestly know. Um, your head. Dog. Because they need something. I mean, they're going to get him in, like, the next – they're yeah. getting their next quarterback in the draft. Next year, yeah. Yeah. Um, I honestly thought they were going to try to get AR-15, but obviously it was taken. Um, I don't know. Because I don't know what they're – I watched the Falcons, but I don't watch them, like, heavily. So mm-hmm. I don't even know how their offense looked last year, other than when they played us. Yeah. But everybody just runs the ball against us, so that's not saying much. Because um, <laughs> you got to think about it. They went from Michael Vick. I'm saying like big quarterbacks. They went from Michael Vick to Matt Ryan. That's like a complete offensive change. So I don't know. I don't even know. I couldn't yeah. even say who their head coach was, honestly. 
Who's During Matt Ryan Super Bowl, it was uh the dude who's the Cowboys defense coordinator. Uh, oh, forgot his name. Is a white dude. Um, Gus Brat. No, no. Um, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? The guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the like goatee. It's with a goatee. Oh, yes. Dan, Dan Quinn. Dan, that's Quinn. Dan Quinn. There we go. That's, there we go. Yeah, that's that was he. He's actually a good coach. I don't. I don't mind Dan Quinn. Now the I guy that they got side, yeah. coaching the Falcons now, the Arthur guy. I don't think he's legit. Arthur like, Smith. I yeah. I, only reason I know about that is because of Madden. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I, the Falcons have a chance for Caleb Williams next year? I think they have to go for Caleb. If you don't go for Caleb, honestly, I think next year's quarterback class could be very surprising. It just depends on how more, how much more better Caleb looks. As well as Spencer Rattler. Because I was watching like some like videos, like you know, he's just scrolling and he seems a lot more mature now. Spencer Rattler, because I remember when he first came in, he was just I didn't like him because he was like me, he was a me head. He was like, Oh, I deserve this, I'm the best. I'm not. I was like, bro, that was in high school. Like, that was and I was in high school. Yeah. A lot of people in high school play football just to play football. People who go <laughs> to college, it's another thing. They they play football also because they just enjoy it. So you might, you know, but you got some people trying to go to the league as well. So those are the best players. In the NFL, everybody's there to get paid. So I'm like, there's levels to it. So just be humble. And it seems like he got hit with a little humble bug and um, he came around. I, th- I think he came around. So I think Spencer would be good. Uh, Caleb Williams, those are my top two quarterbacks that I could think of. What about Drake May? You think he's legit? <sighs> You're, I will have to watch him again this yeah, season. Yeah, you got to see another season. Uh, yeah, I just got to see one more. What did he come? Sixth or seventh last year in Heisman voting. So not Yeah, too. not bad at all. Not bad at all. But I, I, I think I think we'll see next year. Because even even mm-hmm. Spencer Rowley turned it around last year with uh, South Carolina. And I was pretty mm-hmm. surprised. I mean, they, they didn't do the best. But he looked way better than he did at Oklahoma. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it was it was it was solid. Like last year, yeah, it was all just like maybe Spencer Rattler was kind of Heisman material. That's what. Yeah. That's like where the conversation switched. Yeah, um, it was that he he got he got real humble about it. He wasn't in yeah. the media and talking about it. It's like I was just like, dude, you're good, but you're not like Tim Tebow, Florida good. You're not Arjun <laughs> yeah. Baylor good. At least not yet. Yeah, like, you know, you you're not Johnny Manziel, A and M good. Like, and even we know how that turned on the league. <laughs> like each one of those guys, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just, so I, I think Spencer will, I think he'll do better next year. Hopefully he just stays humble. That's my only thing. Yeah. I think he will. I think he could. Yeah. Beamer ball. <laughs> All right, go ahead. But uh, what I wanted to ask you was you're a Chargers fan. How do you feel about Quentin Johnson? Oh yeah. So initially, initially I wanted us to get Jordan Addison or JSN only because JSN would be a successor to Keenan. Like they're slot guys. They're not the fastest, but JSN's a lot younger. But JSN could take a slant to the house. That's that's my biggest problem with the Chargers the past five years. We haven't had a, a receiver that can take a slant 80 yards. Like I'm I'm not saying do it every time, but just a receiver that can possibly take a slant, break a tackle, go 60, 40, whatever, how many yards for a touchdown. Mike Williams is the closest we have to that. But he's really just, you know, the best jump ball receiver in the league. Um, solid route runner, you know, 
pretty great route. Honestly, he's gotten way better than I thought. Because coming out of Clemson, I was just like, bro, this dude is just going to be jump ball, jump ball, jump ball. And then, you know, Keenan taught him some stuff, I'm assuming. And then look at him now. He can run routes with some of the, you know, some of the good ones. Mm-hmm. But I was hoping that we got JSN because in my mind, I was thinking like Mike Williams on the outside, Palmer on the outside, Keenan slot, JSN slot, and then either Eckler in the backfield or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at that point, <laughs> who do you double? Is this, like, do you double <laughs> Mike Williams over top? Do you double, you know, Keenan in the slot? Do you double JSN in the slot? Regardless, somebody's getting a one-on-one. That was where my mind was with that. Yeah. So now we did Quentin Johnson. I didn't watch a lot of TCU football this year. Um, but I went back and started watching it. Um, whenever they had played in their championship game, and Max Dugan went crazy. And I was like, yo, Max, Max Dugan kind of a dog. And it's crazy to charge after Max Dugan, too. Um, I don't know what they're doing with that, but uh, I was watching after that game. I was like, yo, this Max Dugan dude is a dog. So I went back and watched it, and I'm like, who is this receiver? I was like, Quinn Johnston. Okay, so he's solid, but I still wanted Addison and JSN because they take those slants 80 yards. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen Jordan Addison, uh, not Jordan, I hadn't seen Quinn Johnston do that. I'm not saying he can't, maybe the offense wasn't meant for him to do that. So that's what I'm saying, but. I wanted them to before, and I was just like, JSN got taken right before us. And I was like, (laughs) so we're going to go Quentin Johnston because they didn't like – it was some knock on Jordan Addison. Like, he was too small or something, I think. Like, he didn't weigh enough or something. I'm like, I mean, look at Devonta Smith. (laughs) Dude gets hit more than a lot of guys, and he just gets right back up. But them routes are still crispy. So I was like, that shouldn't even matter anymore, especially with all the protection now in the, you know, hits and all that stuff. They can't even hit you like they want to. But then I went back and I was like, like, I think like 30, 45 minutes to an hour later, I went back. I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was mad. <laughs> Only because JSN was taking run. I really wanted JSN. And then I was like, man, I knew it. I was like, this dude, man, Quentin Johnson ain't him. This is his night. I was talking crazy. And then I was like, let me go see. Let me, let me go watch him again. Let me, let me go. Let me go just do a double take. And believe it or not, he's fast. He's six yeah. four and fast. And everybody's like, he's Mike Williams. And I'm like, he's not Mike Williams. He's just tall like Mike Williams, but he's not jump ball Mike Williams. Because Mike Williams just goes up, doesn't care about his health, catches the ball, falls, and unfortunately gets hurt a lot of those times because he doesn't like brace for it. He just jumps, falls, and then you know, leg back, ankle, whatever. But I'm like, maybe Quentin Johnston can be that guy that gets those one on ones because he won't he won't see the he won't see the cornerback number one, and he won't see the slot cornerback. So he'll get CB two or CB four, or I put up three before. Um, so I'm like, he'll get those one on ones, and most of the time they'll shade over to Mike Williams because he's proven it already. So I'm like, maybe Quentin Johnston can eat this offense. So. I came around to it, and I kind of like the pick. And he's around number one, which is cold. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's cold. A receiver to win number one is hard. Like, he can't be – he can't not be good now. Like, he would have chose, like, <laughs> four, five, seven. I would have been like, all right, yeah. He's not going to be that good. But one? He's got to be legit. 
You gotta be nice. <laughs> maybe they, you have to. maybe maybe they're taking Herbo out to put in Doug in to throw to him. Dog hell, bro, <laughs> I, man. I, I, if the day Herbert, if they don't give Herbert get Herbert his contract like they're supposed to, and they let him go somewhere else, I think that's the day I'm like, yeah, it's wraps. I'm being a Chargers fan because. <laughs> You can't let the – even though Herbert hasn't won a playoff game yet, which is also a team stat, but that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day, um, <laughs> he still gets you there in some of the weirdest ways. Because last season, his number one receiver for like half the year was Josh Palmer. And then after that, it was um, DeAndre Carter. Like, he's he's worked with some of the – you know, I'm not saying they're bad at all. I mean, they're better than what I could ever do. I'm not, well, I'm not going to say ever. But they're better than what I could do right now. So, <laughs> but, but, they're, but they're not the best receivers in the league. They're, you know, they're like middle of the pack. So, yeah. yeah. Wide receiver threes and fours. Like, bro, yeah. Like, <laughs> so you can't let a guy like that walk out at all. So, they, yeah, exactly. they, they swap out Dugan for Herbert and dipping. <laughs> no if, ands, or buts. I'm dipping ASAP, bro. <laughs> the new red rifle? Maybe oh, dog. No. <laughs> I mean, Duke is a dog. Don't get me wrong. I like I like the little, you know, it's 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 a solid pick. But they brought like three TCU guys in. They brought Dugan, um, Darius Davis, I want to say the really, really, really fast dude, and then Quinn Johnston. So I'm like, Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. You know, I I, I guess. Literally, like all of TCU's offense came to the Chargers. Literally, Literally. <laughs> one's a kick returner, one's a receiver, and the other one's just—I don't know—perfect backup. Yeah, backup. Yeah. I mean, for as for like the NFL draft class, I mean, we could come back to anything that comes up, but I did want to ask you about just the Chargers season in general next season. Um, especially they dropped that whole like anime video, and uh, no, you know they got the little QR code for the Raiders fans. Did you see bro, that? Oh, we. Dog, it's honestly Super Bowl or bust. You can't. You have a quarterback on a rookie deal. We like we've seen it. Once you pay the quarterback, you have to start chipping away at other pieces. Like the Eagles just pay Jalen Hurts. And I man, I remember I got into an argument one day. They was like, "Oh, yeah, we're about to sign Derrick Henry too and Trevor." I'm like, if it happens, you have to give up somebody. Like it's just is what it is. Um, but you get a quarterback on a rookie deal. You gotta at least make the bowl, or at least at least make an AFC championship. Give us hope. Give us something, you know. Yeah, but yeah, it's Super Bowl or bust. Realistically, and I'm not being overly dramatic. And tra- no, it's Super Bowl or bust, bro. It's <laughs> gotta get past those Jags, dog. <laughs> that was crazy. Did we talk about that last time you were on? I think we did. I just can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember if we talked. I don't. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, it was. It's <laughs> just that that game, bro. You can tell that it was that game came down to a little bit of coaching as well as Herbert. They, you know, Herbert was conservative, but our entire our entire offense that entire season has been conservative. It's just been stick routes. It's been go balls, stick routes. That's it. Like if you look back at it. That's all we kind of did. We couldn't run the ball that game at all. I think Eckler had 30, 20 yards. Yeah, it was, yeah, crazy, it was something like that. It was terrible. So yeah. I'm like, you can't even milk the clock if you wanted to because you can't run the ball. At that point, you might as well just throw three screens and see what that gets you. So <laughs> I was like, you can tell that Brandon Staley is a good coach, but he's not like a 
he's like an X's and O's guy. Like he's he's a brilliant. I think he's a amazing defensive coordinator. I don't think he's an amazing head coach. That makes sense. Like some yeah. guys are just better. Yeah. When they focus on one side of the ball rather than trying to manage a game and do this and roster changes and like everything. I don't know. Because you look at the Rams when they had Staley, they were a great defense. He left, they became a mid defense. You know, we're decent ish, but that jump from defensive to head coach. And I think he just got out coached in the second half because yeah. they were, we were playing man. And I guess they were expecting us to play zone in the first half. And that's when Trevor was throwing all the picks. Because we usually just sit back in zone. Sometimes we'll play man, but sometimes it's, you know, mostly zone. And then um, I remember Asante got that, like, cover two pick. So they just kept mixing it up, mixing it up, mixing it up. And then that second half? Collapse. Collapse. Doug Peterson was whoever, – whoever was that offensive mind behind that entire scheme was down up just straight dots, bro, like just straight dots. And it was just all busted coverages. It was all it was. Yeah. So I, I think Staley is a solid coach. I just don't think – like, I'm sorry. He just reminds me of Kirk Cousins. Like, I'm not getting motivated by him. <laughs> like, you're like, let's go, guys. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Do you think that uh, he has one more year for you and you want him gone? I thought we were getting Sean Payton this year, honestly. I really wanted Sean Payton. Like, if we could have traded this – because what, what did the Broncos trade for Sean? I'm not mistaken. They had like a two, I know there was two picks involved. I think they were like a second and third rounder. So yeah, I I wouldn't have minded trading those for Sean Payton only because Sean Payton's proven and he's also somebody you can get behind. Yeah, they traded like, uh, a first round pick, a second round pick in exchange for Payton and a third round pick. Okay. Ah, see, that's 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 a lot. <laughs> like okay, so so a good example, right? Is like Dan Campbell. I don't think Dan Campbell was like the best X's and O's coach, but I'm running through a wall for that dude. And then we'll figure it out once we run through the wall. Just mm-hmm. Like that, that's how that is. Whereas the other, you know, the flip side is Brandon Stanley, who's really smart, but it's like, you know, it's like, ah. <laughs> gotcha, coach. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So where do you see the Chargers being in the AFC West next season? Oh, second. Everybody's going to put us above the Chiefs. Everybody's going to, oh. No. <laughs> really? No. They're putting yes. you above the Chiefs? Who is? No, I'm saying all the media does it every year. They're like, oh, this is the Chargers year. The Chargers are going to do this. They're going to do that. And I'm like, why are y'all doing this? <laughs> <laughs> all right. That makes sense. I'd, I'd be surprised if we won the West within the next like three or four years, realistically, because yeah. the Chiefs aren't going anywhere. They're, 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 whenever we played them and I went to that game, bro. It is so loud in there. I walked away and my head, my head was ringing the next day. Like it, it was it was that loud. And I'm like, imagine trying to call plays and play and get a hit. Like it's just no. Oh, so I, that's eight games right there that they'll probably win six or seven of at home, just as you know, just as is, in my opinion. And then they'll go on the road and beat, you know, the Cardinals and the Texans of the world and, the you know, Browns and like that. So I think they're going to win probably another 13, 14 games. Yeah, I can definitely Whereas see I that. think we'll win like 11, 10, you know, somewhere around yeah. there. So 
I think the Chargers could. They they have the team, like the players, to go to the every board. year. It's the same. It's always good. It's just it's always, always good. Always good look at J.C. Jackson. <laughs> Joey Bosa got hurt. Corey Lindsay got hurt. Uh, Rayshon Slater got hurt. Keenan got hurt. Mike Williams got hurt. Like it's every year. It's, it's bad the same. luck every year. Yeah, and like even with that, they still make the playoffs. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> like no. With, the biggest thing that I was surprised with Herbert this year was having a, a new left tackle. That is very impressive to still get those calls. That I mean, I'm sure it's the O-line as well, but to, to have a new left tackle and a new center and then three new receivers, or not three, two. Because it was, oh, I guess Palmer, not a really new receiver. Yeah. But DeAndre Carter. Um, But after that, you can't name the wide receiver number three, four, and five. <laughs> like, you can't name it. You, Donald Parham got hurt last year. Um, he I don't even know why I said I wouldn't be playing football. I'm sorry. But he still has it in him, so he got that dog in him. He's better than me. <laughs> I couldn't do it. So it's like I, I see us winning like 10 games, bro. It's, I can see that, 10 to 11 games. Yes, yeah, it's because you got to think about it. Chiefs twice, probably split with the Raiders because somehow, somewhere, we always split with the Raiders. And we either split with the Broncos, lose to them twice, or beat them twice. That's the only one that's always up in the air. Mm-hmm. But we always usually split with the Raiders. Um, there's been a few times we beat them both, but we'll usually split with the Raiders, maybe split with the Chiefs. If we don't split with them, we'll lose both of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Broncos is up in the air. But And then other than that, you got 11 other games. Yeah. Do you think uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a good signing for the Raiders? Nope. I forgot they do got Jimmy G. We're beating them both times. <laughs> <laughs> We're beating them both times. Like, <laughs> dog, I saw something yesterday, and Devontae Adams was like, me and there, we were not seeing eye to eye. Oh, I, and I was like, yes. Uh-oh. Yes. Y'all lose Devontae. Y'all already don't like Josh Jacobs. Oh, y'all are going to be so bad, bro. I <laughs> and I live here. Oh, I cannot wait to troll them, bro. Oh, I can't wait till week one. Raiders just can't catch a break when it all started with the Brown. I don't want Brown. them to ever catch a break. <laughs> I want them to be garbage for the next 50 years. Just... <laughs> Just be mid the entire 50 years of my life that I have left. I think that's like <laughs> extremely possible. But yeah, with, oh, very. With, you know, Derek Carr, he's left your division. How well do you see him doing on the Saints? Way better. I yeah. just, I, I, okay, now that he's gone, I can be more realistic about him. I think he's a solid quarterback. He's, he's <laughs> not like, he's like above average. He's in that Kirk Cousins yeah. ish tier of like, you put him on a better team, he'll do better. You keep him on a mid team, he'll be mid. I just don't – I just think he was scared. Like, not scared. I just think he was trying to save face with the Raiders. Like, he just took all – he has, like, this big iron shield and just like, yes, um, we're going to figure it out. We're going to do this. We're gonna, and I'm just like, dude, I would just call him out on their shit. Honestly. <laughs> like, yo, y'all need to give me some help. You need to give me this. You need to give me that. Stop drafting these dudes that's, you know, doing crazy stuff outside. Like, come on, like, and we're in Vegas. Like, Vegas, I I think that was a smart move, but a dumb move for the players. <laughs> like, it's just so much dumb stuff to do. Smart Nothing closes out here. Oh, it's very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Dude, Vegas is something else, man. We'll see uh, if any of these players that they drafted there's in, any, end there's up, uh, you know, in the Vegas federal prison system they just they don't know how to draft that's the funniest part they just don't know how to draft that's that's they never do 
No, like what? What was it like a year or two ago? They took uh, Leatherwood or whatever his last name yeah. was from Alabama, like fifth overall or something like that. It was yeah. crazy. Listen, and you see how that worked their, out. I'm trying to think. Their last like good, good draft pick was Max, and he wasn't even in like the first round. I just think they drafted him for depth, and he just turned out being good. Because he yeah. had like a he had like a drug problem as well, or like a drinker problem. I don't know exactly which one it was. It was either alcohol or drugs, but he had a problem. And then he was like, All right, I'm done with this. Let me get my life together. And that's when he turned into a savage. They mm-hmm. also drafted Josh Jacobs, but I feel like that was an obvious pick. Other than that, you go back to what Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper? Like they just don't know how to draft. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. Honestly, yeah. they just don't know how to draft. But uh, some other big news that happened in the NFL was Aaron Rodgers finally got traded to the Jets. What are your thoughts on that? Well, no, because we got to play him. But <laughs> yes, because we get to see him with some crazy receivers again. God, Gary Wilson might go for 2,000 yards. And they get <laughs> Brees Hall back. And their defense is amazing. Oh, my God. We got to play them in the playoffs probably. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now well, it's good as I think about that. <laughs> You're talking about like how good like Gary Wilson could be. Can you see him being offensive player of the year? Mm, he the crazy part about it is yes and no, because if Aaron Rodgers has a crazy year, they're gonna give it to him. Um because I feel like Josh Allen's due for an MVP. I feel like he's due for an MVP, and I think he'll get it this year. Um, simply because he hasn't had one. And he's had some crazy games and, you know, this and that. But I, I think he'll get it. But then you also got Justin Jefferson. You got Jamar Chase. Because a lot of receivers want to compete against. So it all, I think I think it goes quarterback, running back, then receiver. As far as, like, on the list of offensive player of the years. Because mm-hmm. most of the time they give it to the running back or the quarterback. And then if it's not them, it's like, all right, who had a crazy receiver year? Jetta's Cooper Cup had a triple crown. I think he should have won MVP that year. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so I, I think I think yes and no because they have so many weapons. So he might not get all the love. That's fair. Yeah. So it could be Brees Hall out the backfield taking you know seventy yards to the house, and now Garrett Wilson only has seventy yards. Like it's it's gonna be like that type of field. Yeah. Dang. There's a lot of options. Yeah. So should. Should uh, Pats fans be worried about the division? Yeah. <laughs> I never said I wasn't worried about the division. Yeah. <laughs> Only because they most likely have the worst quarterback out of everybody. They have the best one. Uh, we just, I also say Bill is the best coach in that division. I also say that. Um, so their defense is going to be fine. It's just Mac Jones. Like I think we've seen the best of Mac Jones. I don't think he goes – any crazier than what he's done before. He might have a few games, maybe three or four games where he has like those four touchdowns, three touchdowns, 275, um, and they win. But then he's also going to have those 100-yard games with one touchdown, one pick, you know. And it's just it's just not com- it's not a good comparison because the Pages don't have that number one receiver like the other three teams. You got Diggs, yeah. uh, Waddle, Tyreek. And then you have Gary Wilson and Bruce Hall. You look at the Patriots and you're like, we got Juju. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I like. Exactly. Juju wasn't able to go stupid with the Chiefs. Like, he, yeah. Like, I, I, th- I think we've seen the best of Juju. The best of Juju was 
pre-injury, and now he's you know he's getting older. Yeah. Yeah. Our best oh. offensive weapon is pro- is Ramondre Stevenson. I I do think he's actually a dog. Yeah. He he's really good. But with our weapons, it's just they're all mid wide receivers. Yeah. They're all, it's no. like a full set of wide receiver twos. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's why. I, yeah, I, I don't think that. I think y'all will probably finish fourth. Unfortunately, where did y'all finish last year? We Was finished third. 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 Yeah. It went Bills. Oh yeah, because y'all could have made the playoffs, and the Jets choked. They had like they were like nine and four, right? Or like nine and five. They were like seven, or like eight. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah so they, they were seven. I remember them. I remember they had the star Zach Wilson for like three or four games, and they lost those games. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> quarterbacks well, last year with Joe Flacco, Zach Wilson, Mike, and White. Mike White. You're lucky you got seven wins. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, I get Aaron Rodgers. Like, I mean, I know it's scary. It's scary. It looks great. It looks great on paper. It looks amazing. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I'm worried about. Like, it looks so great on paper. We'll see if it translates. Yeah. Next season, yeah, we'll see. It is the Jets and the. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be good though. They're going to be good because their defense is good. Like, and they have Aaron Rodgers. They have to do. Yeah. That. So I'm like, they're gonna. I mean, I don't know. If, I don't. I don't even know if I can guarantee the playoffs, honestly, because I, I think for sure the Bills and the Dolphins. Uh, maybe not even the Dolphins, bro. I don't know. That's that's gonna be a fun division <laughs> to watch. Though it'll be a fun division. Because hopefully, like I know I hate on Tua a lot, but hopefully he's healthy enough to finish all 17. I really yeah. just want to see him play 17 because if he gets hit in the head one more time, I'm like, bro. Call it, call it <laughs> call here, bro. Please stop. Like, I know I trolled him a lot, but I'm like, <laughs> it's only, honestly, I only trolled him because Dolphins fans made the comparison of him and Herbert. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Same draft class. Yeah, and I'm like, I, we, I, I'd never... I never compared them, but every time I would say something about Herbert, they're like, "Well, Tua did this," and I was like, "Okay, I, I didn't say anything about Tua." And it just kept happening. I was like, "All right, bet go get what you want." Tua's garbage. That's it. And so now, now you got what you want. Tua's garbage. So now, anytime and they play Week One, so it's gonna be always oh, gonna be. Gonna be I'm going to that game because I missed the one last year. Um, I'm going to that game this year. Where is it? Where's it played at? It's in LA. I'm okay. going to that game. I'm rooting for the and Chargers I, in that one. I got my Tua jersey too. It just don't say it say turn the ball over on the back. I cannot wait to wear that jersey. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> no, that's that's clean. I like that idea. But yeah. where where as far as the playoffs go, we talked a little bit about maybe the Jets not even guaranteed to make the playoffs. Who were some surprising teams that you could see sneak into the playoffs this next season? Lions. Lions easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it'd be a lot of sneaky teams in the AFC because there's 12 quarterbacks, so it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be surprising. I, five of them are gonna miss it. It just is what it is. Uh, Herbert unfortunately might be one of them because the AFC is so stacked. Uh, NFC Lions for sure. Um, I wouldn't. Well, Seahawks made it last year, so I would, that wouldn't be a surprise. Um, I'm thinking of. T- let me look up. Teams that didn't make the playoffs. I'm not going to say the Bears, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Bears snuck in. Only because only because their division is a little bit more balanced now. Like, it, it's not – you don't have to – like, they can beat anybody in that division. I didn't think they could ever beat the Packers because of Aaron Rodgers, but I think they could beat the Vikings. I think they could beat the Packers now. I think the Packers are 
Sorry, Jordan Love. I'm hoping you're good. <laughs> I really am hoping you're good. But I just don't see it. I just don't see it. So that's two wins against them. I think they split with each other team. So that's three and the four and two. That's four and two in the division, which is putting you already in a good position to, you know, make the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if they made it. Honestly, I really would. This key can do it in that division. Justin <laughs> Fields can definitely step it up. I mean, he was stepping it up at the end of last season. Yeah. And, and now he's going into it. Now he's got receivers. That, that was about to say. Now they got <laughs> receivers. They look a little bit better. Um, yeah. Do you think the Panthers can sneak in? Nah. Uh, Some actually, people have them winning nine games. Actually, yeah. I think they, that division Tom Brady's is not good. there. Yeah, Tom Brady's not there. I think, no, I think the Saints are making with Derek Carr. Um, let me look. So I think... Let, let's just let's just go ahead. Let's just run down my playoff teams next year. Let's just let's just get <laughs> yeah. Into let's it. go. Let's get. To so it. I think obviously Niners, Eagles, Giants, Cowboys. I think those are the the four. Vikings, Lions, and I think that seven spot is going to be Panthers or Bears. Now that I look at it, I think that seven is going to be Panthers or Bears. Really, leaning more Panthers because of their division, though, because the Bucks aren't going to. Yeah, the Bucks are not in the competition. Saints. What about the Saints? Or the Falcons. But I'm saying, if they beat the Falcons twice and the Bucks twice, they're still 4-2 if they lose to the Saints, which is where I had the Bears. So, hmm. Hmm. I don't think the Rams make it. Um, I, Seahawks are is that that iffy team. Uh, I want Geno to be great, but also I'm wondering if that's just a one-hit wonder thing. But the running backs are really good. So think about this too. They got JSN too. So that wide receiver core is oh yeah. Yeah, and they, they got Zach. Oh, they got five really good weapons on offense. It's get, it's getting crazy. Yeah, Seahawks could be really good. And Wait, didn't Bobby Wagner go back to the Seahawks? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. You know what? That might be the six or seventeen. I take I take back what I said about the Panthers and the Bears. So I got Seahawks, Niners, Eagles, Giants, Saints. Cowboys, Lions. That's my seven. Hmm. And what order? I don't know. I don't know the order, but yeah, yeah. That's my seven. I can see the Lions making it. Honestly, I, I honestly can too. It's just all yeah. going to depend on like injury, like injury on yeah. that. How the Vikings do because that too. And Jamo comes back this year, so we hadn't seen Jamo yet. Also, think about Him? this too. The Vikings only got nine primetime games. Or sorry, they only have nine noon games, so the noon Ooh. nightmare is going to be struggling <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> that's eight months right there. Kirk, yes, that's at least zero and eight, maybe one and seven. So they're going <laughs> to finish nine and eight, maybe ten wins. But I think the Lions could beat them both times, honestly, because they, could. they really could. They the Vikings lost line. Eric Kendricks, yeah, yeah, pretty- and they lost to Darius Smith, so they lost a pass rusher and a linebacker. Um, I don't know what they got in the draft, but you can never bank on draft picks being great. You just got to hope that they're great. Um, and the Lions got a Monra and Jamo, hoping Jamo's good. Um, See if Jared Goff can do what he did last year. Yeah, he just has to be average. That's literally just be average and, and they'll make it. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I think I think that's my seven. Yeah, it's a solid seven. All right. What about the AFC now? Ooh, we. <laughs> I think okay. we already know Chiefs, Bengals, 
Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Bills, yeah. Hundred percent. Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Jaguars. My bad. Those are the, those are the four. Those are the four division winners. Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Jags. Right. Yeah. After that, dog. <laughs> you think the Ravens get in? Just like they did last year, healthy Lamar. Now they got Odell Zay Flowers too. Zay Flowers. That's what I'm saying. You got the Ravens. You got the Chargers. You got the Dolphins and the Jets. That's four teams. That's one of these teams is not gonna make it. And those are like the the top of the the second tier, I would say. Because I'm not putting I'm not putting the Colts in yet, or the Texans or the Titans. I'm not putting the Broncos in there yet, or the Browns. Or the Steelers. Um, yeah, one of those teams not going to make it, man. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Barring no injuries, obviously. Um, yeah. Those those are my teams. Now, one injury could change everything because, you know, Lamar's unfortunate injury. They were, what, eight and three? Eight, somewhere around eight that. Four? Some, somewhere, somewhere in that eight-ish, nine, whatever set, whatever. And then lost and didn't make the playoffs. So Huntley no, still the, pro bowler. <laughs> bro, I, listen, I, I guess Herbert turned it down. I'm assuming no, Herbert had uh, surgery. That's what it was. He had surgery. Josh Allen turned it down. He that, he said he was sick and then they called him golfing that same, <laughs> the same day. I'm not gonna lie, I would do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm well now they just have the little the flag game. So I would probably go now. But back then, whenever it was like full contact, I'm not doing that, bro. Ever since I saw Tyler Eifert break his ankle, I was like, yeah, I don't blame players anymore. Because Tyler Eifert was, what, top two, three tight end in the league at that point? Yeah. And broke his ankle and just fizzled out. Like, Didn't fast. hear about him again. <laughs> Literally ever. And I'm like, yeah, that would be the last time I would play in that, too. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, no. But, yeah, those, those are the teams. All right. That's fair That's enough. Nice. It's going to be a great playoff next year. I can't wait. I just can't wait for football in general. Yeah. Uh, but the next segment we got with Vic and all of us here is way too early NFL coach of the year predictions. Uh, Michael, how about you start us off? I This is hard. There's It's going to go in the AFC, in my opinion. One of the an AFC coach will win. And I think Kevin Stefanski could win with the Browns. I think uh, with the full off season with Deshaun Watson, a full season with Deshaun Watson, they're still rocking a good defense with Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward. They uh, have Mari Cooper, David Njoku, Nick Chubb. I think they could put up a good run, and that'll be because Kevin Stefanski is a good coach. I think he could win it because of that team he has. Do you see them winning the AFC North? No, I think the Bengals are winning the North. That's the okay. thing. It's. I think they can come close. I think they can come in second. Okay. I don't I don't think the Browns get more than like five wins, realistically. <laughs> because I, I love this like I'm a, I'm a big Deshaun Watson fan, but I'm like almost three years away from football. And defenses are getting just faster and faster and more versatile. Like you don't think he makes it like any improvements over the offseason? No. Nah. I think he's solid. The fancy uh, system is great. But if you think about it, he had all this time to be working. Like he he could have been still practicing, still doing this, but I mean, and then he had twelve weeks, correct? He had twelve weeks because after week, what, what week was it? Week, well, yeah, he was he was suspended for twelve he, weeks. Yeah, he came back week twelve. 
against. But the, he had all the all season to work because he played the preseason, right? If I'm not mistaken. No, I don't think he, no, he, he wasn't. He, he wasn't was, allowed to play in the yeah, preseason. He wasn't all. allowed to like. No, he, no, he played it. He played one game. Remember, because he got booed against the Jaguars. I don't remember when it was. He did, but yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Deshaun, because they were making fun maybe, of him. May, yeah, maybe it was before like the uh, like. Because I was it like a scrimmage? No, no, no. No, it, it, was, it was a preseason game. Oh, yeah, first game since 2020. But I don't, I don't know how much time he had before that to prepare, as well as you know, I, I, I don't know. But I just don't think all those lawyer meetings and court hearings they take. Yeah, time. and the thing about it is, one of his best weapons is his legs. That was four years ago. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, don't, I, I see them finishing worse than I, I see them finishing honestly fourth, maybe third. Honestly, I can see the them Steelers, being third. There's no way that the Steelers do better than the bro. The Steelers, no matter so. what, bro, the Steelers always finish. Maybe. Yeah. Nine and eight, no matter what. <laughs> nine and eight or better. I don't know how they do it. So he, they Mike have Tomlin, to get nine Tomlin, wins. Dude. I'm saying, so they have to get nine wins. I don't see them getting nine wins. All right. Now, who do you see being your way too early NFL coach of the year? Hmm. It has to be. So I, I think voter fatigue takes too much. Like it takes up too much when it comes to like voting for coach of the year. Um, because guys like Andy Reid won't win it because they're expecting that now. Um, same thing with like the Niners coach, uh Shanahan. They they're expecting them to be good. So even if they go 13 and four, 14 and three, they're like, oh yeah, we knew you were gonna do that. Same thing with the Eagles. So I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say honestly, I think Doug Peterson. Honestly, oh, yeah, I could see that actually. I, I think Doug Peterson, because if, if they because last year they kind of they didn't sneak into the playoffs, but um, it came down to the last week or two, right? What was the last game? There? The last game. So yeah, last game. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Last game, um, and then they won, so they were in. So if they win like twelve games, twelve and five, I'm just saying, like that's that's that's. Yeah, I didn't even think of Doug Peterson. So I thought about Doug Peterson. And the reason I didn't have him is because they were nine and eight last year. And you're saying maybe 12 games. I don't see them winning 12 games. I could see them winning nine again, maybe 10 or 11. 11's pushing it, in my opinion. They're swooping that division. They're swooping. That's six. That's six wins right here easily. Dude, you never like you never know with the AFC South because even the Titans can have like a Miracle winner, Henry can run all 200 yards on exactly the Jaguars historically suck against the Titans. Uh, Derrick Henry owns the Jaguars when it comes to rushing yards, so who knows? But I can tell you mine, and I know I kind of agree with you guys, it probably will be in the AFC. I got three guys that are off the top of my head, one of them being Frank Reich. If he is, you know, if he does get that team nine wins, like we're talking about, he will win it. In my opinion, also Rob Sala on the Jets. I think that a lot of people are going to be watching the Jets, and if they go into the playoffs, it'll be crazy. You know, last year they had seven and ten. If they win ten or twelve wins this season, and then also go to the playoffs, then Rob Sala could be that guy. And the last guy that I have, who I think will win the NFL Coach of the Year award next year, is Sean Payton. And I'm going to explain exactly why he hasn't coached in a while, but. If he gets nine wins, even nine wins with this team, 
he will win this award. I mean, look at Brian Dable, who just won last year. What do they have, like 10 wins last season? Yeah, they like 10. So, yeah, let's pull that up real fast. Russell Wilson is obviously lacking like an offensive-minded coach, and that's exactly who Sean Payton is. And last season, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, he absolutely just was disgusting. And like, I feel bad for anybody that was a Browns or Broncos fan. And you obviously were eating that up being a Chargers fan, I'm sure. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and like Sean Payton, he's great at working with quarterbacks. He's been that way his entire career. He was an offensive coordinator with the Giants. He also was a quarterbacks coach for the Cowboys for a little bit. So I think he's going to figure out what was wrong with Russell Wilson and get him over that hump. Honestly, um, he also knows the right personnel to bring in. That's a huge thing for a coaching staff to be good for a team. Um, also, the last three coaches that the Broncos brought in had zero career wins as a head coach. <laughs> Sean Payton's coming in with the 23rd most wins out of any head coach in all time. So he comes with a winning mindset. Um, also, the Saints all-time playoffs record before Payton was 1-5, and five, and after Sean Payton, it was 9-8, and eight, so... I think that is very likely Sean Payton as my early way, uh, way too early, like NFL coach of the year. I think it could be any of the three guys that I have. I'm not disagreeing with any of you guys though. Like Stefanski could be, I just, I don't see it. And Doug Peterson, I feel like if he was going to win coach of the year, it would have been last year. And that's what uh, he came. He came second. So I no, Didn't the bowl win it? Yeah. 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 He, he turned them around completely. Like he, he, I, like that was a complete turnaround. I think the Jags won like five or six games. So to go from like six to barely make it in isn't that impressive as the Giants going from five to like it wasn't 10, 11 wins. Like that's that's a big jump. I and I and I think that's the same for the Jags to go from, you know, fighting for the division to to completely demanding and winning the division by week 14, 15. If they get 12 wins, then yeah, I could see it as a possibility. Because I, you know, like Trevor Lawrence is, they got, and they get Calvin Ridley. We haven't seen them with Calvin oh, Ridley. Oh, yeah, they, they do have Calvin Ridley. Hopefully, Travis he's going to be fully bet. healthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still going to place him. It's just not going to be in his name. <laughs> that was dumb. That was so dumb. I know NFL players that do it and they just don't put it in their name. I'm like, that was so stupid. <laughs> that was so stupid. Well, you'll be back and we'll see how good he does. Yes, sir. Whether you want to head into NBA now? Yeah, you ready, Vic? Let's talk some NBA, man. Oh, boy. Let's <laughs> talk some NBA. So this is the Around the League segment, NBA playoffs and news. And also in parentheses on my script, the Wimby draft sweepstakes happened last night. Uh, you know, we record these on Wednesdays, so happened last night for us. And I want to go over the NBA draft order from the lottery. So 14 picks down and just kind of get your guys' thoughts. At the 14th pick, New Orleans Pelicans, 13th. Toronto Raptors, 12th Thunder, 11th Orlando Magic. They got that in their trade with uh, Vucevic, actually, so very nice for them. 10th, they got Dallas Mavericks, 9th Utah Jazz, 8th Washington Wizards, 7th Indiana Pacers, 6th Orlando Magic. They got two top 15 picks, very nice. 5th was the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> they slipped from having the best they were tied for they there was three <laughs> three way tie for the best odds and they got fifth. <laughs> I like that's all right. You can't tell me that the lottery isn't rigged. Like you just <laughs> can't tell me, dude. Like 
all of a sudden, Wimby has all these pictures in Spurs uniforms and Spurs jerseys, and I've always wanted to play for the Spurs, and I'm like, okay. At least if get, at least give the Pistons a top three chance. Like, <laughs> five is crazy. Yeah. And the Spurs just, oh, yeah, just number one pick. All of a sudden, Wimby, like, ah. Um, all right, so I, the... I never agree with that. I I, I <laughs> yeah. never agree with the whole lottery thing. Yeah, I don't really it's... like the lottery. No, just the worst team, like the NFL. Worst team gets it. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's just a way of uh, rigging it to get some uh, good <laughs> franchises back, just like the NHL rig theirs. But fourth, we got the Houston Rockets. Wimby was celebrating whenever they got that fourth uh, pick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, third, Portland Trailblazers, which is very convenient. Uh, for a struggling Damian Lillard team who needs a second guy, we'll see who they get. There's a lot of talks about maybe Scoot Henderson falling to third, so that'd be actually tremendous for the Trailblazers. I, I think they should trade it. I want them to try to get like a wing, like a Pascal Siakam, a, a OG, some somebody that's already in the league. Get you a nice wing that's lengthy. Pascal would be nice for them. Listen, Pascal would be beautiful for Portland. He don't have to travel far either because Canada's right, you know, right there. Um, <laughs> sure. Just saying, I'm just saying, if I predict it, then I'll, I'll take a little credit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second pick, I feel like they always get the second pick. The Charlotte, Charlotte yeah. Hornets, yeah. Second every, pick. Every year, bro. Like, that's my <laughs> secondary team. So, like, I, I love to see, um, I think his name is Brandon Miller, right? From Bama? Yeah, from Bama. Yeah, oh, he he's a bucket. Oh, yeah. He's a bucket, and I'm like, now I can watch the Hornets games again because him and Lamelo would be really good. I just hope he doesn't go out there and do what Miles Bridges did because uh, <laughs> that guy Miles Bridges knows how to fumble a bag close to John Morant. <laughs> I want to talk talk about Ooh. that after this. Yeah, Dude. and let, okay. So before we get into all that, um, yeah, the Hornets, and you also were talking about. You know, maybe the Portland Trailblazers is getting a big. With them having the third overall pick, Jarris Walker is still there. I think that's the last thing. I think it's just trade it. Trade it and get a proven NFL, NFL, <laughs> proven <laughs> NBA like player. Because NBA drafts are either like really good or really bad. Like it's just, uh, it always is like the first. 10 like at least these past few years it's always been like the first 10 are impactful and then you get to pick like 58 and you're like okay this yeah, even then we'll see you in the g 10, league then out of that 10 only three of them Do end good. up like doing good yeah. of any like any magnitude because mm-hmm. i was watching you know how those videos pop up when it's like the seven guards or whatever that were taken before um let's say Devin booker right and all these guys are like um I just had a brain fart. <laughs> Anyways, all these guys are like good in high school, good in college, or great. They're, they're, they're great in high school. They're they're great-ish, the goodish in, in college. And then they get drafted number like four. And they end up just fizzling out. I'm like, I'd rather just trade. Like, I'm a I'm a big advocate in trading picks for players. I'll do that every time if I could, no matter the sport. If they're already in the league, they know how it works. But I mean, I get it because you get a young face. So it's like, you know, in some instances it makes sense. Like LaMelo, Zion, um, even like Brandon Ingram, Jason Tatum's. Like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, you also got like Johnny Flynn's. <laughs> it's just like, I haven't heard that. Oh, 
he was taking one pick before Curry, and I'm just like. <laughs> so I would just trade picks for players. But I mean, if you get yeah. lucky and you get a Curry, then like obviously you're you're happy. Yeah, but exactly. And the first overall pick we've already mentioned it will be the San Antonio Spurs, and I'm with you guys on this. Last night. 30 minutes before, or no, it's 20 minutes before they revealed the pick. I texted Michael and I said, I feel like the Spurs are going to get it. And this was before seeing anything about like Wimby wanting to be on the Spurs and all that stuff. I was thinking who, like who they draft whenever they had the first overall pick, Tim Duncan, who was the other first overall pick they had David Robinson. (laughs) They need that guy. They've been struggling the past two, three years. And Greg Popovich is about to call it quits. And he needs one more of those generational talent players which they've been calling them which i want to ask about that in a second um they need that guy and they they did it so it could be rigged i don't know probably is but is. do you guys think that wimby is a generational talent as they are calling him they're comparing him to lebron uh no. you know stuff like no. that i i think he's uh i think his his like stature is generational like i i just <sighs> I don't know because even whenever Giannis got into the league, like he just reminds me more of Giannis than LeBron because they're both seven, like seven footish. I mean, he's what seven five, so it's a little bit different. But he's lanky. He can shoot. He can dribble. He can do. He can do everything. You know. And even Giannis had to put on a lot of muscle to like bang with all the, the big guys and the, like I don't I don't see Wimby as just being a spot up seven foot five shooter. Like it's just that just doesn't make sense. So I think he has to get in the league and bulk up, which could also affect his jump shot, which could also affect his jump. Like it's that, that's like generational talent. I guess technically, yes, but I still think LeBron was a better talent coming out of high school. Yeah. Like it's just it's not even close. Like it's, it's and LeBron actually lived up to it, if not superseded it by Miles, like we knew he was gonna be great, but goat talk. I don't think anybody saw LeBron as goat talk. Yeah. We saw him as greatness, Hall of Famer, this and that, but goat talk. I didn't. Oh, I don't, I I, coming. Yeah, and with, with Wimby, like I feel like I'm not gonna come on this podcast and be like, oh, he's gonna be a bust and all this stuff. But I do feel like his first few years, he's gonna struggle with injuries. Like he's gonna be one of those guys that comes out. He's already making an immediate impact on the Spurs, obviously. Who else do they have to make yeah. that impact? And then he's going to get injured, and it could be one of those things. that, And that comes with his stature, too. Yep. Tall and lengthy and skinny. Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren, exactly. He's Chet Holmgren with a jumper, basically. And Kristaps, didn't, didn't Kristaps get hurt early? Like, it's just... Pretty sure he did early in his career. Like, it's just when you're really tall, your knees can only take so much. Like, And you think of the small guys, the P.J. Tuckers, the Draymond Greens, the um the Grant Williamses that play bigger than what they are because they're more physical. And all I gotta do is put an elbow in your back, and it's just like, damn, Wimby, like you gotta get some sort of meat and muscle so you can take these hits. Because there's not gonna be a guard guarding you. There's gonna be a big man like you know, Robert Williams. Um, Jokic, yeah, I'm sorry, Jokic is gonna get his man to business. Like Jokic might drop 55, <laughs> 25, and 13 on this dude. <laughs> like it's just <sighs> I watched Jokic yesterday, and I was just like, <laughs> I know this is off subject, but I'm like, how did he not win MVP for a third straight time? I get it. Voter fatigue, whatever, and beat out a crazy dude. I think a lot of people were just <laughs> worried that, like, if he won three straight, he'd already be in, like, 
some sort of goat talks. Like, I, I, mean, I mean, Larry Bird he's went up there for big men. He's up there for big men. He, I, I don't. It might be early. It might be pre. I don't care. He's up there for big men of the most talented big men. He's up there. All right, you could now. Shaq was the most dominant, but he wasn't like the most. He was just physically just gifted to be stronger than any and everybody. Yeah. All he could do was dunk <laughs> and move you out the way. Jokic <laughs> can do that and shoot threes and pass the ball. <laughs> Angry, like it's just. Dude, and and make free throws, Shaq. Dude. Hey, but that's the that, thing. Yeah. Like Vic, we were getting some hate from people. Just we were saying that we didn't even say that Jokic was a top like five or top seven. Now we just said that like he needs to get a ring and then he could be there. So we and... said he could be a top five in the future. <laughs> top, I think he's he's talking about center or player. Center. center, center. Can you name seven better? Thank you. That's what we're trying to say. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, let's put this out. Let's put this out there. The late great Bill Russell, I love him, but you're not playing center at six nine right now. Like it's just he was great for that time. So I guess we have to honor him in. But Jokic is <laughs> way more physically talented, <laughs> way like way more sound. It's just Bill Russell has the rings. So I guess yeah. you just have to like grandfather them in because rings matter way more in basketball. So I guess you go Bill Russell, Wilt. Would you put Tim Duncan as a center? I know he's a powerful. Nah, no, he's I powerful. Not powerful. Powerful. Okay, so then you got you got those. You got Shaq. Shaq. Hakeem. Um, Hakeem. Wilt Chamberlain. Here he's, oh, he's right, I said I said Wilt number two. Kareem? Like, yeah, Kareem. Yeah, so that's five. And we're, we're, we're forgetting some people, but like, yeah. and he's only 27 right now. <laughs> exactly. exactly. He probably has another seven years because he's, and it's so funny because he looks so out of shape. He just, but he's the only one that's not huffing and puffing. He's just like, oh, yeah. He seems fine yeah. at the end of the game. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. I'm like, this dude doesn't get tired and it helps he plays in Denver. So he plays in the worst altitude of the entire league. So he's way more like, yeah. I, I would say he's top seven. I got his argument. Same thing with Steph Curry. I think Steph Curry is the best point guard of all time. You got your Magic Johnsons. I get that. I get that. But Steph Curry literally changed an entire game. Yeah. By just making ridiculous shots that nobody yeah. else would take. But that's for another conversation. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think Jokic, I think it wouldn't be dumb to put him in the top seven. That's what's at that five. That's when it gets a little tight because you got to respect the Bill Russells and the Wilts and the Kareems and the Hakeems yeah. and the, guys who got rings. Yeah. Yeah. Now if he goes and gets him some rings, you know, a couple more. Now nah, he's in that top four. Now nah, he's in the top three. You know, then he just keeps going up. So mm-hmm. I yeah. think seven or eight is, is comfortable because you still got Shaq. So yeah, I think it's like seven or eight. Seven or eight is respectable. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could put, you could put David Robinson. No, nah, I'm sorry. No, yeah. no. Nah, nah. Really? I'm taking Jokic. I'm taking Jokic over Robinson. Okay. Easily, Jokic stretches the floor, and he's also a mini point guard, or not a mini point guard, but <laughs> he can still play point. Like he can dribble the ball at the court. No, nah, I'm taking Jokic over. <laughs> well, 100%. speaking of Jokic and just the Nuggets in general. Let's talk about last night's playoff game. I don't want to talk about it. The Nuggets <laughs> took game one against it. the Lakers, and the Lakers were on a little bit of a comeback there at the end. I mean, uh, the first two quarters, I watched this whole game. First two quarters, 
Lakers were sleeping. I think that they were. Bro. They forgot that there was some quarters going on. They were I'm, sluggish on defense. Bro. Couldn't grab a rebound <laughs> to save them live, save their lives, and it's the they eventually woke up. It's the altitude, man. I, I, <laughs> that that's what Denver has an advantage of just naturally. That's why it's always tough to play against the Broncos. Like it's that altitude will take make you half as tired as what you will make you. I guess more tired than what you really are because in your head you you, you breathing harder. It's like God, bro. Like, <laughs> like have you have you guys ever ran with the like an altitude mask on? No, I have one downstairs, bro. I you it trains you to like control your breathing. It's weird. Mm. So like whenever you run, let's say you run a mile with it on, it really feels like you're running like a mile and a half, two miles. So whenever you take it off, you can run a mile and you're like, okay, might as well just run two. Okay, might as well just run three and like. So I, I think the altitude helps him, but also LeBron shot that three, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> why are you doing this? Jamal Murray has five fouls. You literally went to the basket three straight times, and you either got an and one or a layup. Why are you shooting this three, bro? It's a whole minute left. <laughs> so, Well, Anthony I, Davis had a good game, though, 40 points. That's the problem. That's the problem. You know, AD is going to put up a stinker at least once. At least once. He's going to put up a stinker of 12, 10, and 4. Maybe he won't, though. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll prove me wrong. But <laughs> Maybe he'll, you know, you never know with AD, man. Yeah, Maybe he'll step on a bug and be out for the rest of the playoffs. Well, I, hope, I hope not. That would suck. Maybe the ball hit his head and he'll have to leave in a wheelchair. That was but, wild. <laughs> like I can't, I can't say much because I wasn't there. I don't know how bad the injury was, yeah. but dude, even NBA on TNT, like Shaq, and Chuck, <laughs> they were all clowning him, bro. I was, yeah, so, was I was shocked to hear them clown, like the waiter clowning. Him. They were dying laughing on the set. <laughs> Listen, I, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. But uh, game one for the uh, Eastern Conference is tonight. Heat Celtics. Who do you think is winning this one? I think the Heat will get it. Mm-hmm. I think the Heat will get one. The Cel- I think honestly the Heat in like six. I think the Heat in six. I think it'll go Heat Celtics. Heat Heat Celtics Heat. Realistically, mm-hmm. I, it's just I don't believe in the Celtics this year, man. I feel like they peaked last year. Now they could they could prove me wrong hundred percent. But I think they peaked last year. And and then, you know, Jimmy Buckets in the playoffs is <laughs> something different. So that's a guy. That's a guy that gives you 45, 7, and 7. Still got Bam. Is Tyler Herwood coming back or no? No, he's out for the whole playoffs. Oh, man, that sucks. Um, but they've done it without him so far. Caleb, um, what's his last name? Not not the um Caleb? Is it Gabe Vincent? I'm sorry, Gabe Vincent. Oh, Gabe Vincent has been playing really big, like really big. So if he continues that, um, he had to go against Marcus Smart, though, which is a little bit different. But if Gabe Vincent can at least give him, you know, a solid 10 to 15, you still got Caleb Martin off the bench, gives you a solid 8-9. Bam, he gives you a nice double-double. Jimmy does what he does. They should be good. They should be pretty good. But also, if the Celtics get hot, they're a problem. So it's just – I got the heat in six. Just like I have the Lakers in six, so I might, I might be wrong on both. <laughs> yeah, but, but a Nuggets Celtics, but ugh, it's an ugly finals. I'm not gonna lie. 
<laughs> I, I'd kind of, I'd kind of be for it. Like that'd be something. It would be the most talented teams, regardless. Yeah, like regardless, it'd be the most talented. The two most talented teams left. It would be the probably the most entertaining. But as far as just like face value and name, it would it would be good to have the Lakers and Heat go at it like it was in the bubble again. That and, or I think the script writers are getting it ready. Or for Lakers Celtics. Celtics, yeah. They're trying to get that going again, man. Yeah, for yeah. the most rings. Yeah, that yeah. now that would be. I think it might be one of the most watched finals in a long. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the biggest rivalry in basketball with yeah. with LeBron playing. Like, it's, it's, yeah, no, that would be the biggest. That would easily be the biggest. And he beat Curry on the way here. And he beat Jokic on the way there. And he beat John Morant. Like that would be a crazy. Doc, like if they dropped a doc, that'd be a crazy document. And his son signed, or not signed, but uh committed to a bat. Like that would be a crazy, crazy, crazy year for LeBron. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Script writers make it. So, happen. what would you say to anybody who has the Boston Celtics winning the finals? Scrap it. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen, I believe. <laughs> no. If, I'm not gonna. If Jason Tatum gives you that 30, 40 like he did last game, oh yeah, y'all are unbeatable. <laughs> You're unbeatable. If <laughs> Jason gives one point game, we need, <laughs> bro, because you know JB is gonna give you twenty, a solid twenty, like yeah. night and night. I give you solid twenty, and then you also got Marcus Smart who could play up or down. Um, you also have Brogdon who could play up and down. Same thing, but uh, Derek White, like they could either play really good or really bad. Robert Williams, really good, really bad. But if you get all of them to play just average, and then you got yeah. JT going for 30, 35. JB giving you 25. Al Horford getting some blocks on the on Yeah, the like they, they're definitely other than no, they're probably the they're probably the most stacked team left, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Lakers look good on like paper, but it's the older LeBron. So it doesn't look at you know, it looks good, but it's not as good. Yeah. Um, the Nuggets are solid. The Nuggets are pretty deep because I got MPJ, Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Contavious, yeah. Jokic, and Murray. As well as Bruce Brown. Yeah. I mean, that would be the most talented finals, Nuggets and Celtics. That'll yeah. probably go seven games. That would that would go seven games, I think. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, I think if that does happen, you got to root for the Nuggets. You got to root for Jokic to get a ring. I'm sorry, I'm not I, I'm not rooting for anyone <laughs> over the Celtics. <laughs> wow, wow. But uh the last thing I wanted to ask you about is John Morant. And oh I'll- god. <laughs> John Wick, bro. <laughs> Fumble in the bag 101. If there was a course, it would be him in a chair with a book in his hand. Like it was just I, <laughs> I've never seen somebody not care so much about what they worked hard for than him. Yeah. Like, bro. I mean, there's probably somebody out there, you know, but this is recency bias. And it's just like <sighs> I get it. You're in the NBA. It's legal to have guns. It's very legal in a lot of states. I understand it. You know, protect yourself. But you also have to protect this image that's been made for you. And you know it because you're in the NBA. There's nothing you could do about it. You're marketed to little kids. You have no control over it. But it's what you worked hard for. It's what you signed up for. Like, if I was an NBA player, I probably wouldn't post me going anywhere other than to the gym. Yeah. I mean, I will still post things on my life, like, you know, where I'm going, traveling, this, this, and that. But there are certain parts of your life that you just can't, just because social media is the way it is, 
they're going to run with it and they're going to make narratives and they're going to make think pieces and they're going to make articles and they're going to make reaction videos and they're going to do this. And gonna, it's just like, it's never that deep. It's, it's really not. That's why social media is the biggest gift and the biggest curse because when it does good, it gets looked at, but it's not the big thing. When you do bad, oh, it's over everything on every website, on every blog, on everything. People yeah. literally wait for you to mess up. So why even give them a chance to do that? We, we you, you know you got your gun. We know you got your gun. We know you're protecting yourself. Mm-hmm. We know you got all these – we know what you got. I'm pretty sure every NBA player, every NFL player, every – Athlete, not every athlete. I would say like probably eighty-five to ninety percent of athletes carry weapons. It's not stupid. <laughs> it's smart. Yeah, they don't show it. They just, they just don't show it. I think like Gilbert Arenas pulled out one in like a locker yeah. room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what like Hakeem Nix, not Hakeem Nix. Plexiglas Burr shot himself in an accident. Like I'm sure eighty-five to ninety percent of NBA, NFL, ML, whatever Rushing they have weapons. They, they may not carry them all the time, but I'm sure they have them in their homes. They definitely it's, have them in their house. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, but we, we well, the, the average smart person should know that. <laughs> but you don't have to go around flashing it, bro. Like you, we get he tried it. to outdo his friend. Us, we got to outdo. So I'm like, bro. Like, if you do that, go to the gun range. That way, you have a reason to. Yeah. You know, like go to the you gun look range. Down and, the like, practice. Yeah. Like go practice. Just to be like, uh, I, I learned the responsibility of gun care, and then then you can post a picture with it. And now it's not looking as bad. But you're just chilling in the car. You just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, bro. It's not. Listen. So how do you feel about some people like already jersey swapping him to the Chicago Bulls? <laughs> no, I, I don't I don't think he's going anywhere. I think if something happens, it'll be from the NBA. But the Grizzlies aren't letting him go. Like, no. He, yeah, he's he's your problem. franchise. He's your. He is literally the face of. I thought it was gonna be the face of the league within two years until the last you know few months. Uh, I feel like he was easily on his way to being the face, like super athletic, dunks on people, shoots, um, you know, point guard, which is something everybody wants to be. Um, not super hated, and the, yeah, not super hated. The good, the good kid, like it was. This what it would look like, and then he just got put in some <laughs> bad spots, man. Just, and and then also his family isn't helping because they're like. They're asking him to do the dirty work, and I'm like, you don't, you don't call the the top guy that's bringing in everything for the family to do the dirty work. You don't do that. You don't risk the the big picture for these little arguments. And like, it was like one at the high school, and then one at the Foot Locker or whatever. I'm like, you don't call him. You call the guys under him. You know, you, you let them do the dirty work. And then Josh just like, oh, I don't know what happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, he knows what happened. You just be like, oh, no, that, that's, next question. <laughs> but when you when you put yourself there, you just you pretty much self-incriminate yourself. Everybody knows what you look like, especially in basketball. Football, you can kind of pull it off because you wear a helmet. You know, it's a little bit tougher. But basketball? So I... Yeah. <laughs> he just has to be smarter, man. You get you can't put yourself in these situations to look like the villain. Maybe he wants to be a villain. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. But from now as I'm looking in, you can't put yourself in positions that look like a villain and look like this tough guy and look like this thug. I'm like, bro, I don't a lot of thugs don't want to be thugs. They just have to be. <laughs> people don't realize that. People people don't want to sell drugs because it's fun. 
That's just how they have to make money. Like it's just like the same thing with women don't want to be, you know, selling their bodies. Just I mean, some people do it for fun. Most people don't do it for fun to do it so they can pay for things. People don't want to live it. like so for him to put himself in that situation to look like that on purpose, I'm like, Yeah. Wasn't smart. No. Yeah. Wasn't the smartest. So yeah. Yeah. Coming from a Grizzlies fan, that's <laughs> sad. It's what I don't even want to talk. I really don't even want to like talk about it any more than we already have. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I just like hearing what Vic has to say. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> He's just, because uh, he was, he was the next man up. Because Curry's gonna, you know, Curry's not gonna just retire, but Curry's gonna start taking that back seat and you know, slowly, still putting up the same threes, but not as much as you know the competitive Curry from 2014, 15, 16, 17. You know, yeah. So I was like, Jaws. Who else other than Ja? Maybe Jason Tatum, but I was like, nah. Ja's that guy. And they finished second this year. Well, they would have finished first if he didn't get suspended. But, you know, he kind of messed that up. So, <laughs> I guess now it's – I don't even know who the face of the NBA would be right now. I guess so, you – It still is LeBron. It's like he still yeah. is the face. But in the well, future, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, you could say Giannis. I was thinking Giannis. But they did get bounced this year, so he's not on the fate, like he's not on the yeah TV anymore. So that's why I was like, it might it might have been like when you look back at it the entire year, uh, because Giannis missed a lot of games in the end, too. I think it would probably it would, it would be LeBron this year, yeah. It would be LeBron. Yeah, because they started off two and ten, they had the trades, they had their Westbrooks. Yeah, it'd be LeBron. Yeah. I think as long as LeBron's in the league, it will be LeBron, and then everybody else is kind of under it. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. But I think that's going to do it with our time with you today, Vic. Uh, We talked a lot of good stuff, man. We love having you on. Like, you bring the energy. You bring the good sports takes. Like, that's that's what this show needs. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, man, we can't appreciate you enough for coming on today. And we hope to see you in the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, we should do one in person one of these days. Uh, Whenever you're out here, we'll we'll talk later. We'll talk later about all that stuff. Um, because it's fun. Like I, I'll just sit here and talk for hours, <laughs> and then I look down at the clock and I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> I was supposed to get this done today." <laughs> and, uh, yeah, okay. Maybe so you should that, take a break should... from podcasts. I don't know. <laughs> Bro, I, listen, I, I might start one. I don't know. I, I, you should. We'll you should. We'll see. Yeah, it was a lot of fun though. So we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. Oh, right, you start. That's going to do it for our time with Vic. We loved having him on. Every time he comes on, he brings the energy. He brings everything that we love about Against the Call. And, uh, you know, you're going to be seeing more of Vic. We're going to be planning to do things with him in the future as well as him just coming back on the show. Maybe some IRL content. Who knows? But let's just jump right into the post game. Uh, You know, we've been doing great lately. The clips have been coming out. Uh, a lot and as promised i said you know as soon as school ends we'll be getting the clips out there and that's what we've been doing you can maybe even expect three clips in a day in the future um that's just the kind of content that we're going to be trying to bring to you guys over the summer getting those numbers up we've actually gained over 15 followers in one day on on tiktok which is pretty good for us because tiktok has been pretty brutal towards uh, they do not like against the call they just don't like our take (laughs) (laughs) we're shadow banned or something on tiktok man i don't know what it is but until nick starts talking about caleb williams and then everybody (laughs) loves to talk about that in the comments which we will be addressing a lot of things that are said in the clips like later on 
Um, and you know, the as far as the Caleb Williams things go, the Caleb Williams thing goes. I don't even think I should revisit that until college football. Like we'll, we'll talk about we'll, that then. Yeah, like there's a lot of things that like w- might be made out of clips, but we're not even gonna revisit it until like later on. Yeah. And a lot of the clips are clips for a reason. They're to get you riled up, as some might say. Hey, uh, I see yeah, what you did exactly. There. Check out riled up. Uh, <laughs> they're an out of pocket sports podcast. Uh, but other than that, do you have anything else for the post game? Just make sure you use our code ATC on SeatGeek for $20 off your first purchase, along with use our code against the call in all caps for 10% off your next purchase at www.w.gg and buy our merch, please. <laughs> Begging you, <laughs> even though it's going off the shelves. It so. is like we only have like two more. Of so any, we're really just trying to get rid of the two other shirts that we have. Um, it'd be nice, but uh, anyways. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Against the Call. Thank you guys so much for joining, and we'll see you on our next episode. Hey, guys. We are proud to announce that we got our first sponsor, Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. Dubby contains no calories, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors, and no maltodextrin. Make sure to use our code Against the Call for 10% off your next purchase at www.dubby.gg. Thank <laughs> you.